Hello. Okay. Let's go have a sip of my drink. I'll have a sip of your drink in a minute. Hello. Well, yeah. I want to sip it first. <laughs> Welcome everybody to another episode of Ben and John Ducast Talk House Podcast. Yes, episode seventeen, I think. I think so too. We're <laughs> rattling through them. We are. We're really getting them done. I was looking on our YouTube the other day and looking at all the videos we've done, and it's just podcast after podcast it's after podcast. It's an absolute podcast fest. It's an absolute podcast. We fest. do need to make another actual video soon. Yeah, we do. But that's a discussion for another day off camera. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. So yeah. Whoa, Whoa! I'm still struggling with this uh, cough thing a little bit still. So that's not good. I've still got a bit of clag going on. Is it a bit of a clag. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, it is. Not quite as bad as last time, but it's still it's still there. It's still making itself known. Anyway. Anyway. What's on the agenda? Well, you know, I thought we'd. There's a few things I want to talk about. We do have a submission to rate or slate. Yeah. Yes, Liam sent in details. So we'll talk about that in a second. Very excited about that. Um, also, uh, I do have something for Rand Tally this week. Nice. Uh, and I've also got something that I'd like to talk about, which kind of it's sort of it's sort of related to Rand Tally. I'm, I'm thinking this. Yeah, you know, the sun is out. Yeah, summertime. Summer, summer, summertime. Yeah. Um, sun's out, and so convertibles have been on my mind. Ah. So I want to talk about convertible. I think maybe we can we can have a convertible. Ah, right, which ones are cool? Yeah, which ones aren't exactly? So we'll do that. But first of all, we must say big thanks to the streets Taverna. We are support, supported by the, st- the streets Taverna. I always say that <laughs> the streets Taverna. Um, go check them out on Instagram. They're a again for for people who this is maybe their first episode. This they are a um, Greek style street food uh, company, usually based outside of uh, out, out of Harborside in Bristol. They do all the markets and stuff in Bristol. Harborside's their normal haunt. Uh, they're actually in Milksham this weekend, so they do get about a little bit. Um, delicious food. Support them by supporting the podcast, or vice versa. Support the podcast by supporting them. Go check out where they're going to be. Go see them. Get yourself some nice souvlaki and say, let's do, do it, it when you order. Uh, and you'll get a free halloumi and fry upgrade. Love that. And it's delicious. And it's free. Uh, yeah. The, other, well, I mean, the, the food, upgrade. The, the is, upgrade is free, yes. Yeah, the yeah, upgrade is. is probably alone worth a fiver. Yeah. And you know, and it is delicious food, and it's very—it's a very summery food, you know. Yeah, you're, outside eating. You're outside, you know. You wander around Bristol, having a nice time, popping into shops. Yeah. You know, get yourself some nice lunch. Go down to Harbourside, have a little paddle along the little waterfall steps. I don't technically think you're allowed to, but everyone does anyway. A Greek gyros. Exactly. Oh, just yummy. Mm, some nice, yeah. uh, nice yogurt in there, and all that kind of shit. Oh, yeah. fuck, let's go to Greece, man. Actually, <laughs> uh, don't need to. Let's go to Bristol and go, go to the street to Verna. The street to Verna, exactly. There we go. Um, yes. <clears throat> so. Rate or slate first? Yeah. Cool, right. We so, haven't done it for a while. We haven't done it for a while, partly because we've forgotten, partly because we didn't get any submissions. But we've had a submission. So, this is what we're going to do. We're going to talk about Liam's two cars. Yeah. Liam Ross, we both know Liam. Liam, how are you? Great to, great to hear that you uh, listen to the podcast. Appreciate the support. Yeah, good to hear from you, Liam. I haven't uh, spoken to you probably in about 10 years. Yeah. So, hope life is well. Yeah, hope you're good, man. Um, so, we've got two cars. Whoa. So, I'm going to read out Liam's message because I feel like that's a nice format. Absolutely. Um, hey guys, can't get enough of the podcast. Glad you guys are back with regular content. Cheers, dude. Appreciate that, Liam. Uh, figured I'd toss my hat in the ring and submit my cars. Always welcome. Anyone's welcome. So, there's the 180. We're talking MGZS 180. Uh, Liam and I both come from a, an MG ish background. Um, so, there's the 180. Sits a little lower than standard, has a sports cat. That's an expensive upgrade on a ZS180, and quite a, uh, you know, you do release quite a bit of power with a sports car on those. That's me talking, not Liam. Has a sports car and some random silencer. Have not yet got round to taming the wheel colour. Nice turn of phrase. Um, then there's my little shitbox diesel Ibiza. Perfect runaround, 55 MPG all day long, full dealership service history, typical ASBO TDI remap. Looking forward to the upcoming content. Lovely. Love that, Liam. Right, let's start with the ZS180, because yeah, that that's, is, that's, that's my speed. That's all over you, yeah. So it is, we'll have pictures on the screen, obviously, but for audio listeners, we are looking at a pre-facelift. So Mark 1, MGZS, it's a saloon, so the longer boot, with the uh, extreme spoiler. Yeah. 
180, so you've got the uh, the two and a half litre KV6. I had one of those. You've driven it quite a few times. Loved that car. That is a it's this is an exceptionally underrated car. Oh my it's god. It's fantastic. It's so good. It, like, in period it was referred to as the poor man's integrity R. And I mean who can who That's can, high praise. That is high praise. It's high praise. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of obviously underneath it shares a lot of components of the MB6 Civic. Um but a lot of the Civic guys take parts off the ZS to to upgrade the Civic, like suspension components and stuff, because it is a genuinely a well-sorted sports saloon. Not particularly fast, you know. 180 horsepower. 180, you know, with Liam's sports cat and silencer and stuff, you know, he might be Probably pushing... Probably 181. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it maybe it might be pushing 190, um, something like that, but it's in... Fuck, I can't remember what this colour is. The green... Uh, Le Mans green, I think this is called. Sorry, I'm showing you already, but... Pretty sure that's Le Mans green. Okay. Um, it's got the classic... Is that our splitter? No, I think that's a Laguna splitter. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Splitter, yeah. <clears throat> what an upgrade it was. De-oranged the uh, indicators. That's yeah, nice. Or maybe good. swapped them for a Rover 75... Uh, sorry, Rover 45 headlights. Great move. Um, and we've got the wheels, the 11 spokes off the facelift ZS180, which... Are, I really like that. I really like them as yeah, well. They're, they're great-looking wheels. Great looking wheels. Yeah. Um, slightly wider than the standard wheels on the on the 180. Half an inch wider oh, right. um, and offset slightly more aggressive. So great looking wheel. Perfect. Yeah. Um, to be fair, Liam, actually, you know, I I, I don't mind the, uh, the the black 11 spokes on that green ZS. I think it looks quite nice. Oh, wind deflectors as well. Yeah, you see, you haven't got around to taming the wheel colour. I think I don't think you need to. I think that look, that suits it really well. If you're gonna, unless you're gonna go silver, then I had. So I bought a. Do you remember my? My ZR Turbo that I had, that was Le Mans Green. Yeah. yeah. And that came with black straights. And I didn't really like those either. Oh, um, yes. So I ended up spraying those white. Yeah, that looked really good. That looked good. So maybe maybe white lit, maybe that's an option. Yeah, white on that colour green <coughs> does look really well. Uh, Let us know what really colour well. you're thinking of changing them to, Lim. I think a, a dark grey would look good. Um, a nice bright silver would look good. A white would look good. A gold would look good. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I know what you mean about the wheel colour. And wanting to change it. I don't think it looks bad, but it looks very like a lot of people have that kind of combination now. Black wheels are kind of everywhere. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be a standing out of the crowd, something that doesn't blend in. Pink. Pink. Orange. Yeah. Fluorescent orange. Uh, maybe, you know when you buy those multi-packs of highlighters? Yeah. Where you've got like the yellow, the green, the orange, and like the blue? Yeah. Maybe that's what you should do, Liam. One, one highlighter color for every wheel. Wow. Don't do that. I don't think you can go wrong with like just like a, a nice silver. Nice silver, yeah. It's like, such a good looking wheel. Or like a grey silver, like a gunmetty silver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I quite like that. Yeah, cool. Um, and, so, right, and, and also, for, I mean, we've only got a couple of brief photos, but from what I've seen, it looks in very good condition because a lot of these ZS, ZSs, well, a lot of all these MGs now, they get into the age where they really are starting to be quite ropey, whereas that looks pretty tidy. Look at the one the photo by me. the lake. It's fucking hot in here. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, trying to open the door? This is going to be... A, no, it'd be awful. Well, this would be a short podcast. It's pissing down it's... our brain, so... Yeah, anyway... Yeah, it looks good. It, like it's lowered, like you said. It looks pretty cool, stanced. I bet that is fucking. Well, I know that is fucking great to drive. I absolutely loved driving your one. It was great, wasn't it? It was such a so good car. So good. Just everything was so well balanced. Yeah, and it the performance it, to the handling to the brakes to the grip level, just everything was really, really well balanced. Handling was awesome. The car felt light. It didn't feel like a heavy car, despite having a V six engine in it. It wasn't front heavy, or it didn't feel like it was. No, it was, yeah, it was like, basically on rails. Yeah, it was really good. And then the higher power you get from the V6, it's not massive, but it sounds great, and you get that real sense of like, yes, yeah, and it, it builds nicely. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a really, it's quite, it, it's just a great. They're just great cars. Yeah, they're just it. great underrated cars. Liam, I'm rating that super high. I'm going to say that is a. <clears throat> I'm going to say that's a solid. Nine let's do it out of ten let's do it. Wow. What that's you, high. What are you saying? I was going to say like a seven and a half. Seven and a half. All right, I'll go with an eight. So let's compromise on an eight uh, and say when you change the wheel color, send it in again and we'll rate it again. Yeah. But for now, that is a solid 
eight let's do it yeah i mean just send it in every time you change something yeah just well just keep us don't have to we don't have to be a rate or state submission just send us an update yeah. of what you're doing to your car so that we can keep looking at it in yeah i love that because i was never a fan of the mgzs back in the day and then ben got one and i was like what the hell is that because i didn't really know what it was at the time and i think you lent it to me for a weekend because I'd pick it up from a wedding or something yeah I remember yeah yeah and I polished it and I got bonded with yeah, it yeah did a good job with that thank and you. I drove it around for like for a while and I just thought this is amazing yeah it's like, so it was it was so responsive so fast but not fast if you know what I mean it handled well and loved it loved it all when I had mine I, I bought mine as a cheap runaround and I was like oh fuck it I'll buy it because I think it had a uh, had a broken gearbox oh god um, so I got it real cheap and I was like, right, I'll stick a new gearbox in it, run around for six months, sell it on, hopefully make a profit, you know, and I'll, I'll have a nice summer run around. I think I ended up having it for like three years. Yeah. <laughs> Just because I was like, this car is so good. And also, it was fucking bulletproof. What was it? The only thing that went wrong with that car the entire time I owned it was the clutch slate, other than the, obviously I bought it with a broken gearbox, but I'm not counting that. Um, the clutch slave cylinder started failing. Right. Well, it failed. Um, and so I had to get that replaced. But other than that, nothing went wrong with it. And I beat the shit out of that car for three years. Yeah. Did multiple track days in it. Oh, yeah. Like, it was great on track as well. Really, really good on track. Just, again, like, the balance was perfect. You could provoke it into a bit of a lift-off oversteer if you wanted. Or you can be nice and precise and fingertippy with it. God, it was fucking brilliant. Great car. Yeah, hi, Great car. Uh, Ibiza. Ibiza diesel diesel with a remap i mean nice set of wheels um i don't know what yeah, they are tsw or like rotor replicas or something yeah, yeah something like that the wheels look nice um yeah nice color nice 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 colorway on that bit of dark gray bit of green that's oh, sorry green what am i talking about bit of dark gray bit of black yeah um three door as well yeah um, don't mind it i quite like that shape ibiza my great si- little run around my sister had one they were good cars i um i had a skoda 190 di fabio vrs and i love that Mm. And I imagine that's very similar. Right underneath, it'll be the same car with the same engine. Exactly. Um, so I am rating that. Well, I'm, I'm not going to get into the rating just yet. Don't want to give it away. That's not, yeah, don't give away the farm. You mentioned um, in your email that it does 60 miles to the gallon. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love all of that. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I'm a miles to the gallon fan. The people hate you can get. People hate on diesels. Why? But they're still good. Like you know, you go back ten years ago, fifteen years ago, it was all about the diesels. Yeah. Everybody loved diesels. Yeah, high miles to the gallon, great remapping potential, loads of torque. Yeah, uh, a lovely you know, and and that's what you want. from a daily driver. What do you want? You want economy and torque. Yeah, and comfort. And comfort. And you're not going to get too far away from that. Something like that. Mm. You're gonna have bag loads of torque, especially as you've got it Asbo remapped. As yeah, you described. love all that. Uh, Good it's gonna, work. It's gonna be comfortable because it's it's just like a a general car. Mm-hmm. They're not. It's they're, just a general car. It's just a general car. Thank you. <laughs> uh, for a lack of a better term, it's uh, it's not like. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it's going to be comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> it's got nice. I seats. think we, I think we've established it's probably going to be quite comfortable. So it's probably going to be quite comfortable. Uh, no, but. Yeah, I love diesels because I've had loads of them. They've all been reliable. I still drive a 190 TDI diesel now, and I get 60 miles. It's a two liter, isn't it? I don't know, is it? I'm pretty sure yours is a two liter. It's a two liter diesel now, and I get 60 miles out of that. 60 miles a gallon out of that. It's nothing special, and I love it. Yeah, it's not special. Sorry, <laughs> it's a uh, bulletproof. So yeah, can't go wrong. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go. I mean, we went in hard with the ZS. So we've got, yeah, okay. so we we've got to bring it down. We're going to bring it back down to earth a little bit. Bring it back down. There's there's nothing wrong with the Ibiza. I like it. I'm sure it's an incredibly good daily driver. Um, but you know, there's there's not much there's not much zing to it. So I'm going to go with ah, for its for its purpose. Daily driver. It's small. It's nippy. Ah, I hate that word. It's small. It performs well. It's economical. It's probably quite reliable. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, six and a half. Let's do it. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah, I'll match that. Yeah, yeah. I think if you're looking at it in terms of like practicalities, it's way higher than that. But we're not about practicalities only on this rate. We should have started with the Ibiza, then gone on to the ZS because um, the ZS has just left me. Mm, it's yeah. left me excited. I'm just gonna have to edit it in post, but. <laughs> well, no, not that. that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's a pretty strong. That's a pretty strong two car garage, Liam. Yeah, I think we might be slightly overexposed, Ben. Yeah, sort out and post. There you go. 
unfortunately. I mean, we're not making fucking... We're not making a Hollywood masterpiece. No, no, but we don't want to be fully shit, do we? True, that is very true. <laughs> a little bit shit's fine. <laughs> but not fully. We're not amateurs. Can't have it fully shit around here. Um, awesome, I mean... Cool, so yeah. Fraser Slake. I was going to say, I enjoyed that. Yeah, we haven't done that for ages. Yeah, good to hear from you, Liam. And you've got a nice two-card garage. Good work. Nice one, Liam. Right. <clears throat> Sorry. So, next. Next on the agenda. Yeah. Well, have you got anything that you want to talk about? Um, we gave the Aston Martin back the other day. Oh, yes. We did give the Aston Martin back the other day. Actually, we had... A, that was a lovely evening. We did, yeah. Yeah, we... we when was that? Wednesday evening? Cruised on over. Went over to Stroud. 50 it, minutes away, something it was like that. a lovely, gorgeous, hot evening. Yeah. Uh, the, the Aston, I, you were following me. Loved it. And I, I kept saying to myself in the car, probably every five, ten minutes, I'd look up and I'd see you just cruising along in that Aston. We were heading into the sun as well. So yeah. the sun was bouncing off the front of the Aston. They had a nice Aston grill. I just kept having to say to myself, fuck, man, that is such a cool car. It's such a good-looking car. Yeah. Like the presence on the road is perfect. It's a it's the perfect size. It's the lovely. perfect stance. Yeah, it's lovely. And we saw another Aston Martin on the way, and it yeah. was like, oh, "Yo, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, Aston Friends." I was like, "Yeah, Aston Friends. It's not mine though." <laughs> and I was thinking, "I wonder if that's his." And I thought, "Most likely." For, yeah, you don't know. Don't know though. But yeah, I loved it. Really good experience having that. Thanks, Sammy Pete, again for yeah. doing that. We do need to make a video about that at some point, but we need to synergize with Sammy P next time he's in the area. And yeah, blah, we keep, blah, blah. We keep getting the car and not making videos so that we have to get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that was a sad moment, but also uh, really enjoyed it. Yeah. And also, that fucking bus nearly fucking yeah. me onto the dual carriageway. I had to drop it down a cog and boot it in front of a coach because it didn't move over that was awesome yeah that was and uh, that looked that looked quite quite close i don't think it was as close as it looked but uh, it was it felt felt close um but it also sounded awesome because the exhaust feels so off the side of the coach so it's just like Whoa. yeah i mean i could hear it and i was probably what 100 yards in front of you yeah awesome it was great so yeah that, that's all i got to say really yeah, it's a bit of a shame that the Aston went back. But I mean, Charlie is really stoked that it's gone back because now she doesn't have to reverse onto the drive. <laughs> She's still like, I'm going to scratch the Aston Martin. I'm like, you know what? You can do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Right. Well, let's get into the meat of it. <clears throat> yeah. I want to talk about convertibles, right? Mm -hmm. It just I, I want to sort of generally bounce around convertibles a little bit. But specifically, I've just been to Palmer. Oh, yes. Spent the weekend at Palmer. Yes. And the uh, hence the tan. We uh, thank you. Um, we had to rent a car there, uh, and so I went out with Sam and Emma, and we met Pedley out there, but he lives out there, so it's fine. So we were like, right, let's get a car. I was only going out for three days. They went out for the whole week, so we flew out together. I flew back after three days, and they stayed out there. Yeah. So it was like, right, let's just have a car so that we've got a means of getting it back. So we wanted to do a few things over the island and blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Sam's like, right, fuck it. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna book the smallest car it doesn't really matter what it is and it's like great we're gonna get a fucking shitbox fiat 500 whatever that's fine i don't mind it is what it is i wasn't even driving and it wasn't really much point me putting on the insurance because i was only out there for a few days so I, was, I spent the weekend as a passenger which i don't normally do anyway we go into get into palmer airport uh quite late sort of half past midnight on friday night um go to the car rental place get the keys all this kind of shit get into the car park it's a little Fiat 500, sat there. Great, it's a Fiat 500, knew it would be. That's fine. But Kellett goes, Got the convertible. Do you notice anything about it? And immediately I clocked at the black fabric roof and I was like, oh shit. Oh yeah. He sprung for the convertible. The Cabriolet. The Cabriolet. <laughs> so we had a Fiat 500 Dolce Vita uh, wow. convertible with the electric. Oh, I say convertible. It's like half. It's, it's sort of, it's, it's, it's a very big sort of. Massive open roof. Yeah, it doesn't uh, quite go flat at the back, does it? No, no, no. And you still, you obviously, you've still got the sides of the roof and yeah. stuff. So it's, I don't know. I don't know if they. I don't know if it's properly a convertible. Five hundred C, anyway. I'm going to call it a convertible. And I, I liked that car. Yeah. And and it, it got me thinking that, you know, a good car has many definitions, right? Because let me tell you, from most objective points of view. 
That was a terrible car. <laughs> it was awful. It was so bad. Like, Fiat 500s, I don't like anyway. Like, I, that's on the list of cars for me where if I meet someone and it comes up in conversation, oh, what do you drive? Oh, I've got, I've got a Fiat 500. Immediately, they're, they're, I'm suspicious. I'm like, okay, you're not my people, obviously. Yeah. Um, so I don't like the Fiat 500 as a general rule. I don't think, I just don't like that whole kind of cutesy sort of. I don't mind retro cars, but that whole sort of bubbly, cute kind of. I just, I don't know. I just I can't get on with it. I don't like Fiat 500s. Anyway. And it's awful. The interior is disgusting. All of the buttons are horrible. It was probably the slowest car I've been in for years. It was really slow. I don't even know what engine it had. I don't know. It was definitely not more than three cylinders. I think it was a three pot. Might have been that funky twin air two cylinder version they do. I don't know. But it sounded like a three. But it was horrifically slow. <laughs> you know, it got to the point where I. I said to Sam a few times, I was like, are you accelerating? I was like, are you flat? He's like, yeah, I'm flat. Like, Jesus. And yeah. I know, I'm not talking like flat in fifth or sixth. I'm talking no. like he's trying to get away from the set of lights and he's in second. I'm like, you, is, this, is this all it's got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's all it's got. Yeah, it's not about. Very slow. Yeah. Uh, interior horrible. The worst infotainment system of any car I've used for the last five, six years. Oh, really? It was awful. The, the Apple CarPlay integration was just meant. It was so bad. You're really not shining this well. No, it was awful. Um, but shining as well. <laughs> I, know, I know what you meant. <laughs> Thanks. But like I say, a car doesn't need to be objectively good to serve a purpose and serve it well. Yeah, I like that. And let me tell you, I genuinely think that was the perfect car for the trip. Yeah. Because it was very hot in Palmer, as always. Um, there were most of the time there was either three or four of us in the car, and it's not a big car. It's not a big car, but it's it's big enough for. You know, fairly short trips for four people. Is it a four-seater? It's a four-seater, yeah. Well, it might have even been a five, technically, but no chance. <laughs> um, and, you know, I spent time in the front. I spent time in the back. It was all good. Um, but, you know, just getting that roof down and just cruising along around, around Mallorca in this Fiat 500 with, you know, the sun out, beaming down, yeah. nice sort of breeze going over because the, the roof's down, you know, out, you know, you're with mates, having a great time, the vibe is strong, yeah. you know, you've got some good tunes on, you're going, you're going somewhere exciting in the car, you're going exploring, you know, there's a bit of a sense of adventure about it, and it was just the perfect car, because it, it was a running joke throughout the whole weekend, yeah. do you know what I mean? It was like, oh, the fucking Fiat 500. Yeah. But you get the roof down and it's just such a vibe. And like even to the point where, you know, we'd be going through town and I'd look over at like reflections in the windows of places. Yeah. And and it would just be funny. It'd be like we look ridiculous. We look like we we're obviously tourists. Yeah. You know. And and I think to myself I can't think of a car. You know, especially if you're into cars, cars form quite integral parts of memories, both happy and sad. But like, if it's a happy memory, that Fiat 500 is locked in for me, in my head, for that trip to Mallorca, which was an incredible trip. And just, yeah, just, it looked ridiculous. You felt ridiculous, but you don't care. You're yeah, just like, you're fuck having a great it. time. Yeah, you're having a great time. You're with mates, the sun's out. And is that, is that kind of part of what Fiat 500 is all about? It's like, they're, they're a sense of fun. You know, they, they kind of look a bit ridiculous. They're not particularly good cars, but people seem to love them. And is that because they get a sense of fun from them, do you think? Or do you think it was just simply because we've mates, you had a convertible and the sums out? Well, I, I've, I thought, I've, I have tried to put some thought into this, actually. Um, I know these are, probably sounds like the ramblings of a madman, but no, yeah, I, I've, tried, I've, I've tried to mould my thoughts into something coherent. Because like, okay. I thought, okay, well, it was a convertible. And obviously having a convertible on a nice sunny island is, is lovely. It's ideal. But I'm like... What if it was a different convertible? I sort of tried sort of flicking through different cars in my head just to try and figure out, you know, how would that affect the vibe? Mm. And like, if it was something bigger, like a like a three series convertible or like an A four convertible, like a like a four seater convertible, that wouldn't be the same. I, I mean, I hate conventional sort of large four seater convertibles. They just don't look right to me, and I don't know, just not the the side profile just doesn't work for me on a four seat, especially if you've got four people in it. Mm. Um, mm. Whereas the side profile of the Fiat is basically the same as a standard hardtop, so it doesn't really look that offensive. Um, 
obviously a two-seater convertible we couldn't do because we needed four seats. So I'm like, you know, what, what if it was something like a, a, like a Mustang or something like that? And I'm like, ah. but one of the good things about the Fiat is that it was so fucking small as well. Like I didn't, I didn't realize just how small they are. They're tiny. Yeah, I know, yeah. You know. They are tiny. Every time I see them on the road, I think I'd love to get one. In a, a, a bath, that is. Yeah. But I can't quite get past the fact they're so small. And I'm quite a big guy. Well, tall at least. And, I, and, I, and they're very narrow. Mm. And I think... They're extremely I get, narrow. Would I get my golf clubs in the boot? <laughs> and that's probably enough. You definitely wouldn't have got the golf clubs in the boot of this one. No. Not and, a chance. But they would have been the same size, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, no, because the boot's kind of funky because oh, you've got the roof, roof and stuff. Yeah, um, you definitely wouldn't fit your golf clubs in this one. So, yeah, they are small. Definitely. Yeah. I really want... I, I Obviously, underneath, they're the same as the Panda. And I've said before how much I love the Panda 100 horsepower. Yeah. I really want to have a go on one of those... I just think that'd be amazing. Um, so yeah, it was really, uh, I, the, that fucking Fiat left quite, uh, left. Do you reckon it's changed you? No, I still hate Fiat 500s. Okay. I, and I will still slag them off. And, and again, objectively in every sense, it was a terrible car. The interior was awful. Yeah. All of the, the ergonomics were horrible. You mentioned about being a tall guy. I spent about the, fir- the first 10 minutes, I reckon, I was in that car. We were driving away from the airport. I was in the passenger seat. I was trying to figure out how to get the seat lower. Did you manage? No, because it's not adjustable. Because <clears throat> it's conventionally the seats in those things are fucking high. Yeah, so I, feel, I literally feel like I, I, was, I was up like a fucking meerkat. Yeah, that's, that's like one of the major reasons why they... They're not major reasons, but one of the big points about people that own them are like, the fucking seating position is too high. It's so high. It feels like you're driving a van. Yeah. A weird top, little van. Like you're on top of the car. Yeah. In it. So, yeah. So, again, objectively terrible. But in the right place, with the right people, in the, you know, in the right situation, it was absolutely glorious. So, I'm incredibly thankful that Sam sprung for the extra eight pounds <laughs> to, to upgrade from a normal Fiat 500 to that one. Because... If that had been a normal Fiat 500, it would have had the opposite effect. It would have been a constant annoyance, like the fucking Fiat, because it's it was so hot yeah, yeah, out there yeah. that like you got back to the car every time and it was, it was an oven. But guess what? Crank the roof over. You remove the roof and suddenly it cools down pretty quick. Whereas if we were in a tin top Fiat 500, windows wouldn't have having tight. to you know two one or two people having to cram themselves into the back. Yeah, the back doesn't have an open window. No, exactly. So it would have been a fucking nightmare. But yeah, it was. Yeah, it was brilliant. So yeah. Could, Right car, right setting. Even a bad car can be brilliant. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I totally get that. I've owned some bad cars over the years and I've loved them. Yeah, same. You know, and I think it's it's solely subjective in terms of what you want from the car, primarily, (laughs) if Mm. you're not on holiday, that is. Whereas in your, to be fair, primarily in your instance as well, you wanted to get you about from A to B, which worked perfectly fine. Convertible, let the heat out, perfect. Small, yes, but it's not like you're lugging loads of luggage around. No, true. Had the fun factor, like you said, every time you looked in a reflection, you thought, that's hilarious. I thought we looked ridiculous. Yeah. We look like fucking idiots. I'm, I'm, like, you, that can either go one or two ways, usually. You're either driving around and going, I look like a complete fucking moron, or you're driving around going, I'm embracing this. Yeah, 100%. Like, like don't take this in the wrong way, but when you had that Mazda. Yeah. The, the Meme X5. Yeah. When you first got that, and I thought, I'm not going to be seen dead in that fucking <laughs> shitbox with a fucking rising sun Japanese thing on the bonnet. Done on Dulux. Dulux. <laughs> and then the freaking tiny spoiler on the back. And yeah, all the... yeah. Yeah. But when you're driving it, when you're in it, you're just like, I'm embracing the yeah. fun factor. Then, then it gives you a sense of like, this is awesome. Yeah. You're like, I don't know why. You, 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 I, I swear, I, I genuinely, I reckon if you... <clears throat> If you've got, if you're that type of person with the right state of mind, if you, if you're a, a, a well balanced person, I think, if you're not too hung up on what people think of you, I think genuinely, if you were to, certainly, I think in my case, if you were to take my, um, you know, if you were to send me out in, say, the Lexus drift car, yeah, which is not a very nice car to drive, and I feel like a bit of a dick in it because it's loud and it's, I don't know, pretty obnoxious. And, and, but also, it does sound good, and it goes yeah. you to driving fast. It does sound good. Um, if you were to compare my, like, physiologically, my sort of blood pressure and my heart rate and, and you know, my cortisone levels, all that kind of stuff. I'm into it. And then compare it to driving, say, the Meme X5 or a Fiat 500 convertible in Mallorca or whatever it might be. Yeah. I, I genuinely think it's probably better for your health. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just, Dude, that's such a... 
an amazing point you just brought up. Like, biologically speaking. It's good for you to drive a fun shitbox. Yeah. That, 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 where you don't care what people think of you. Or you embrace the joke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, embracing, embracing the fun factor of it. That's why I love driving. That's one of the reasons why I love driving my Mini. Yeah. It's exactly the same thing. But it's the a, Mini, the Mini isn't like an embarrassing car. The Mini's cool. It's no, okay, that's, that's fair enough. Um, um, but like with your Mini X5, it was totally a sense of that. Yeah. It's, you you either you have to you either have to embrace it and then it becomes awesome. Yeah. Or you cower away from the experience and you become a stress ball because you're just like I am. I look like an idiot. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And everybody knows it. Everyone thinks I'm an idiot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I just think you just got embracing like that. And when you're on holiday with your mates having a vibe, it's like yeah, we've got a Fiat 500 and what? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what else would we have? Yeah. Door. <laughs> Thanks for spending that eight bucks. Because now we look fucking right. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, that's cool. Interesting point there you make about like if you embraced it and you, it makes it makes you feel good. Yeah, it's weird. You know, you, you just, uh, if you're in a okay, nine eleven GT three RS is a wrong wrong example, but you know, but like that, it, can, that can increase your stress levels. That's what I mean. Like, but you know, something like a an M three or like an Audi RS product or something like that, something that's aggressive and sort of like a bit peacocky yeah i, I feel like you'd, you'd you'd be just take yourself down a peg or two and go for a drive on a fiat 100 convertible <laughs> or a nissan micro convertible love that or do you know i mean some shit box like that and arguably speaking driving an m3 yes it's going to be way much more of a fun driving experience it's brilliant like we're not slagging off m3s by the way oh we god no we love them love m3s uh, but your Corsa levels are going to be higher. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're, you're driving a bit of a beastly car. Yeah. You're constantly thinking about... Your testosterone's up. Yeah, exactly. You know, you wanted to, you, you know you, from an evolutionary term, you're like, right, I'm ready to fucking fight you. Yeah. Whoever who, you are. Who wants to fucking mess with me? Yeah. Nissan Micra? Fuck oh, off. Oh, do ya? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Audi RS3? I'm going to have a fucking go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fiat 500, however, driving a Fiat 500 500C round, you're just going, hello, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like Mr. Bean hanging out the sunroof when he goes to Paris and he's like swearing at everyone yeah. else because he thinks that's like a nice thing to do. Yeah. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? He's just having the best time. Oh, yeah. So driving, driving cars that aren't particularly good cars and embracing the fun factor of them. Exactly. Can make you a... Volvo A50 on the, on the NC500. Yeah, dude. That thing was a piece... It looked like... It wasn't a piece of shit, but it looked like a piece of shit. And we loved it. And we loved it. And every panel was a different shade of faded red. <laughs> there was lacquer peel all over the shop. Leaking oil. It was just, you know, it was... It, it did... No it, ABS. It did not look good. But we loved that thing. And we loved that trip. Absolutely loved that car. And again, you embraced it. You know, you're five cylinders of fury. Yeah. You ragged the fuck out of it, even though it didn't get you anywhere any faster. Not to 40 in like 10 seconds, <laughs> yeah. but it sounded amazing. Yeah. You yeah. chucked it about, even though it was on shitty old skinny tires and stuff. And it was, yeah, it was just a fucking vibe, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Great point you raised there, Ben. Yeah. Love that. So all in all, good, good experience, eh? Loved it. Cool. I mean, there's no point talking about the, the holiday. We've talked about it privately before, but yeah, yeah, there yeah. wasn't really any car stuff to talk about. So um, let's, let's, let's move on to convertibles that okay. in the general space in which, I mean, I, we've kind of covered the point of like, are they, are they cool cars? But I think if you embrace them, they're all cool. Yeah. But like, from a uh, driving kind of interest kind of point of view, what convertibles would you buy? Well, what, so, what would you own? What would you... What would you not, f- you know? This is so. This is gonna. My rant alley this week is also about convertibles. So Christ, we're on a convertible. Uh, this is convertible. Theme. This is a convertible episode. Yeah. So I'll try not to talk about the rant alley. The rant alley stuff. So yeah. we'll, we'll go right. So basically, I reckon once a year it gets to the first sort of good weekend we have, which is normally sort of April, you know, second half of April. I'm immediately like, oh, I fancy a convertible. Like, I've owned a few convertibles in my time. Yeah. Um, loved them all for different reasons. Um, but I am one of these people where I do really enjoy a convertible. I really enjoy a convertible. I, like, I like a sunroof. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just like being out outside. And, outside. Yeah, it's yeah. nice, isn't it? You know, but I'm a bit of a closet 
sort of motorcyclist. I don't have a bike license, but I feel like I, I would like to get one at some point. And I feel like it's that sort of same, like you're outside. Yeah. You know, everything, you know, it's nicer eating dinner outside than, than inside. It's nice. When the weather's good, it's nicer to be outside than inside. It's nice to be outside than inside. Everything, most things, assuming the weather is nice, the, the conditions are appropriate, mm. pretty much everything is nicer outside. Yeah. You know, playing a kickabout with your mates, it's nicer doing it in the park than in the gym. <laughs> absolutely you know like I say having a nice evening meal it's nicer in the evening where it's nice and cool and you, know, you can hear the birds chirping and there's a bit of a breeze it's nicer doing that outside than it is around your dinner table it's nicer there's some other stuff that's also nicer outside <laughs> so I mean, everything generally is nicer outside than it is inside yeah agreed and it's the same with driving you know and it's, it's nice having a convertible I, had... I, I, well, I don't drive my car inside then <laughs> <laughs> it's a fair point um but yeah, I've, I've had a few convertibles and they, they're all good. I had obviously the Mi Max 5, which is yep. great. Awesome. Um, the TF I had a few years ago. Oh, yeah. That was a, that was a great car. Yeah. Like, I mean, it wasn't. It was a shit car, but it was. I loved it. Yeah. It was fun to drive. It was fast enough. It was, you know, mm. handled well. It sounded good. and Mid-engine. It's convertible. Yeah, mid-engine handled really well. The TVR obviously was a convertible. Oh, I love that. Fuck yeah, no. Um, you know, and, and and every time I've had a convertible, I've had the roof down at every opportunity. Mm. Um, I really don't understand it when you see people driving around with convertibles, especially in weather like we've had the last few days, and the roof's up. I'm just like, are you mad? You've got a heavy black fabric roof over your head. Like, it's surely it's not off. pleasant in there. Yeah. Like, what? And, and also, you you went to the trouble of buying, finding, buying, spending more money normally on a convertible version of a car. Why aren't you using it? Why have you got the roof up? Maybe like, it's got a fault. Yeah, but a lot of the time they're, they're like new cars, they're like newer cars, mm. and I'm like, there's no, there's no way that a, you know. Are you are you going? Are you leaning into Black Rand Tally here a little bit? A little bit. So let's let's let's, 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 park, let's bring it back. Park that. Let's park bring that. it back. Um, so yeah, I, I I really like convertibles, and whenever we get to a summer or a nice spell of weather where I don't have one, I do feel I, I feel like I'm missing out somewhat. Mm. I've well, never I've never owned one. Oh, I've driven a few. We had that Caterham. Oh yeah, cave. Perfect, Caterham. That was a fucking vibe. Yeah, like that. Horrible with the roof up though. <laughs> with the roof up, it's the most awful car in the world. <laughs> Even like, yeah, it's, it shouldn't have a roof, should it? No, that car. But um, that wasn't a comfortable car. Like had carbon fiber seats with like padding as thin as my skin on it. Yeah, there really wasn't really any padding um, on it, was it? But they were comfortable seats, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Very ergonomic. Uh, it, some convertibles you go in like you don't get particularly like windswept by them like the wind it's designed so you, yeah. you know what I mean Caterham is not that no, no. <laughs> it's like a fucking you know storm in your face like when, when, with the doors off as well fucking I hell. genuinely like you, that was unpleasant that was unpleasant you know I, I if you were doing like a track day in one of those with the door you'd obviously the have the doors on. off yeah I mean helmets on wouldn't be, be that as bad to be fair but you'd, you'd definitely do something about the harnesses fucking hell they were going everywhere yeah but that was a vibe. It was great. I mean, the car was a fucking vibe. Yeah. So whether it's got a roof on or not, it's still going to be a vibe. But with the roof off, it was even more of a vibe. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, I haven't really driven any convertibles other than that. Um, driven my dad's Spitfire, classic Spitfire. Beautiful. Convertible. Yeah. You never have the roof up in that. It's pointless. No, nah, why would? Yeah, exactly. Never, ever, ever. And that is awesome. Like, like you said, being outside. Now, one thing I would say is that I'm not, I, I'm not suggesting that Every car would be better as a convertible. Okay. I'm not saying that at all because mo- most cars where there is a hard top and a convertible version, I prefer the hard top version. Yeah, you know, I'd too. never have a soft top M3. God no. Um, I'd wouldn't have. You know, we're talking sort of Ferraris and stuff. I, I'd definitely have a a 355 GTB hard top over a GTS, the Spider. Um, 911s again I'd never have a convertible 911 I'd only ever have a hard top yeah. uh, Boxster and Cayman is maybe the only real exception to that I think I'd, I'd, I genuinely would maybe choose a Boxster over a Cayman well, I don't know I don't know mm, don't know depends what it would be for if I was buying it that's me sorry um, if I was buying it sort of primarily to do track days and stuff obviously you'd go for the Cayman but if I'm buying it as a sort of weekend fuck about car that I might want to do some track days in then I'd, I probably would go for the Boxster over the Cayman I reckon mm. um so, so yeah, I'm not saying all cars should be convertibles, not for a second, but the ones that are purposefully built as a convertible, like your MX-5s, like your TFs, like your Chimeras, like your Spitfires, all that kind of stuff, Fiat, the Fiat, um, 
124, which is like the Fiat version of the MX-5. Now that's quite a cool little car. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just think they're fucking brilliant. Yeah. I just think they're so cool. A Roadster without a roof is yeah. just, just perfect. Yeah. In the summer. Amazing. Can't beat it. But yeah. If um, you would, if, all right, let's say, we've not prepared this, but let's say you've got uh, yeah, a healthy-ish budget. Let's say five grand. Right. I say to you, right, Johnny, five grand, you've got to go buy a convertible. We're, right, okay, we're going to go drive to, we're going to do the NC500, right? Okay, cool, yeah. But, you know, we, the, the weather's guaranteed to be brilliant, so we don't need to worry about that. Let's just, we're going to buy a convertible each. What, what are you getting? Five grand. I don't know what you can get for five grand. No, I don't know really either. Um, That's not what I really looks. So. I'm thinking uh, a, a five grand convertible to do the NC500. Probably a Z4. I was thinking Z4. Yeah. I was thinking Z4. Maybe a, a slightly ropey Boxster, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'd do that. Or a... Yeah, Boxster, Z4. Don't know if you get your hands on S2000 for five grand. <laughs> I think they're, think they're more than that now. Yeah. Um, I, I will double check. Actually. Potentially go for a classic. Five you grand, know. oh, get you a nice MGB. Yeah. Really nice MGB for five stag, grand. Try maybe, an old, like a shit one. Get a Spitfire for five grand. You, probably, you could probably get the best MGTF on the planet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd even be considered to get a, like a newer shaped MX-5. Yeah. You know, yeah, pleasant cars, especially for a road trip, because that'll be bigger, have more boot space, probably be more mod Connie, so you'd have, yeah. you know, a bit more comfort. Especially if you're doing a road trip. Um, the cheapest S2000 on eBay at the moment is six and a half. I might even be, might even be tempted for like an old SLK or something like that. Yeah. You know, anything. It's like harps back to like, it doesn't necessarily need to be a good car. No. If it's, you're doing like a purpose built thing, like a road trip and you know it's going to be good weather and you want a convertible. It's just put me in anything to be honest. Dude. Yeah. I'll give you five grand. Just buy me anything. I'll have fun. <coughs> I definitely want a two-seat. Again, I'm not a fan of four-seated convertibles uh, as a you general. You need a four-seat if you're in a road trip. Yeah, you exactly. have your own car. Yeah, I think I would go... Oh, might even... I mean, you could even truck in like a Westfield into the mix. Yeah. If you really wanted to go hardcore. Um, that's what I mean, though, for... So that's, that's why I'd be leaning against something a bit more modern, uh, a bit more comfortable, a bit more practical. Oh, yeah, fuck me. Get me a Boxster. How much do you get for two, three grand? <laughs> Mate, five, there's, there's five grand boxers for days. Yeah. Yeah. There's an S here. Three, there's a Boxster S here for um, five grand, but it isn't a Tiptronic. I wouldn't want that. Um, pff, mate, yeah, four or five grand. Or, or you would have so many to choose from. The, the S is pushing it a little bit. Yeah. But. Yeah, probably, probably we'd, we'd all go in Porsches, wouldn't we? Yeah, it'd be a Boxster road trip. I think yeah, Boxster and Z4 are top of my list. Yeah, I think I think that's because then because the, the you know uh, they'd probably be very good on the motorway as well. So you could cruise on at the motorway. Uh, yes. Then once you get there, you can have a great time chucking it about. Yeah, and it's gonna be fucking comfortable. Yeah, we know that's for sure. And reliable and practical, fast enough to a degree. Fast enough, it'd be fucking well fast enough on those NZ500 roads. Yeah, it'd be wicked. <laughs> The, the, the 850 was faster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good point. Um, yeah, that'd be awesome. Jaguar F-Type. Another great example. Great looking car as a convertible or a hard top. That's another, that's a one, that's another box to Cayman situation for me because mm. I, I would happily have an F-Type convertible over a hard top, but I love the hard top as well. Yeah. It's a great looking car. It's cool, I think. Um, Jaguar XKR. Lovely. Oh, I love the hard top of them, though. Yeah, so do I. Again, they, I would, look, they look beautiful. I'd have the hard top, but I could forgive someone for having the convertible. Yeah, absolutely. But they are beautiful, the hard tops. They're lovely. Advantage. I saw Advantage convertible. The yeah, other great shout. Yeah, yeah. Lovely looking thing. Yeah. They actually do look really good as because it's like an elegant car. Yeah. Advantage. Yeah, yeah. The way they've designed the soft top makes it more elegant in a way because it's like. It's more derived towards the female market. I'm not. I'm generalising. Yeah, yeah. So you gen yes. generally see like elegant females driving them with the roof down. Mm. That's a vibe. Man. Mm. Whereas hard tops are a bit more. They're elegant still. Fucking don't get me wrong. Beautiful, elegant cars, but they've got a bit more oomph to them. A bit more. They're a bit more masculine. A bit, bit more. Bit more muscly. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, even something like that. You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be like 
I wouldn't get one personally, but if I had the money and I was looking, I'd probably consider one. Do you know what? I've just thought, again, if it's a road trip car, if we're talking five grand convertibles, let me just double check before I just make sure they're in. Ah, oh, they're probably not going to be in budget, actually. Um, I mean, a Mercedes SL is pretty hard to look over. Yeah, I love them. You get an old one. Like a uh, three, four, five grand is pushing it a bit. Um, you probably well, there's one here for five one nine fifty, five one nine five. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, could probably do that. And to be fair, that's the best of both worlds because they've got a folding hardtop. Yeah. So you could probably you could probably chip that down to below five grand. Yeah, SL three fifty, five hundred be nice, but can't afford that. No, fuck it. <laughs> So yeah, convertibles are a vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I like that. Let's go around, Annie. Should we, should we pull over and uh, get a secluded parking spot? Yeah. Down Rantali. Rantali, Rantali, what are we going to say? Rantali, Rantali. Woo! Yeah. Right. We haven't been here for a while. So we haven't been here for a while. We've both been living our best lives. Looking around. Looking around. Not seeing anything going on that's really vexed us in any way. No. However, this week's different because Ben's come in. First thing he said to me was, we're going around Alley today. Yeah, I've got something for around Alley. Hit me. And it, it fits in very nice with the convertible thing. Um, people who buy convertibles, people who buy the wrong convertibles, first of all. Yeah. And then also people who buy convertibles who then don't use them as convertibles. So we sort of touched on this a minute ago. Yeah. You know, it's it's 30 degrees outside. You know, it's sunny. It's lovely. Yeah. And you drive around with your roof up. What the fuck's wrong with you? Why did you buy that car if it wasn't for... Like, okay, if you're in California or the south of France or Spain or Italy or somewhere that's hot a lot of the time, fair enough, you don't need to make the most of it. But if you're living in Britain... Yeah. I want to see, as soon as it's not raining... As soon as it's more than 10 degrees outside, get the fucking roof down. Hell yeah. You've got to take advantage of these things. Absolutely, because it could be raining in like it's, half an hour. Exactly. Exactly. This is England. It's going to be raining soon. And I, again, this goes back to, I feel very strong about this. Every time I've owned a convertible, if the weather has permitted it, the roof has been down. And that's the same with the Mi Max 5. It was the same with the TVR, same with the TF, same with all of them. Yeah. If... It's not raining and it's not fucking freezing. Yeah. Even if it is fucking freezing, the cars have got heaters, they're efficient. Yeah. If it's not raining, the roof is down. Yeah, fair enough. So people that are, people are really annoying when they're driving around with the roof ups and roofs up. And and I feel like there's a big overlap with these types of people. Yeah. Also, people who buy just awful convertibles. And I have two specifically in mind. There are others out there, but I got two specifically in mind. Yeah. The, Keep talking, I'm gonna let the dog out. These are these are really what sort of triggered the uh, the round tally this week, right? Is that I've been seeing over the last six months or so a surprising and worryingly large number of convertible SUVs. And the two that spring to mind are the Volkswagen T Rock convertible and the Range Rover Evoque oh, convertible. God, fucking horrible. And I didn't even know you get a T-Rock convertible. I haven't I, even seen a T-Rock convertible. Oh, you're lucky. Although one of the consultants at work drove a bright orange uh, Range Rover convertible, and it was probably the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Honestly, they are heinous. Ugh. They are absolutely disgusting. And like, we don't like SUVs on this channel, so... No. When you couple a convertible SUV into the mix, oh my God. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. What is that trying... What is, what is that? Uh, 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 I I mean, like I said, I'm not a big fan of four-seat convertibles anyway. I don't like sort of big Audi convertibles, like, you know, four-seater convertibles, A4s, like, you know, even like... You know, remember when eight years ago you used to get sort of the convertible Ford Escorts and stuff? Like, they weren't very nice either. Like, Audi A3s, that yeah. kind of stuff. Just, they're not nice-looking cars, and I don't... And they look awkward when they've got just people in the front because mm. then it's a bit weird. But they also look awkward when they've got people yeah, in the back as well. Like, it's like, yeah. It's really it's strange. strange. And, and so I don't like four-seat convertibles and I don't, as a general, like SUVs and crossovers. And, and that is, is that a three-door? Yeah. That's like, what is that? It's, they're, they're so hot. I, I, I find them almost personally offensive when I see people driving them. I'm just like, 
oh, I take it as an affront. I'm just like, you've made my day worse by forcing me to look at your fucking piece of shit. (laughs) They'll probably cost 50 grand. I mean, I don't know how much they are, but I can't imagine they're cheap. It looks like those toys that you get for kids that they sit in that are electric. Yes, it does. And they've just blown them up into life size. Yeah. The dimensions aren't quite right. The proportions are all fucked up. Like, why would you do that? Like, I'm looking at it now just going, uh, I've never seen one before. I didn't know they existed, so thank you for bringing that to the table. (laughs) I'm sorry. But also, fuck you. (laughs) It's a heinous crime that I now have to think about this. I see them quite a lot. I see them on the road quite a lot. And really? They, and I it, extremely rarely see them with the roof down. Like, They're almost horrible. never. Almost They're never. Absolutely horrible. Like, the Mark III Golf back in the day, Cabriolet, was a, was a crime. Yeah, that was Against pleasant. humanity. That was not That pleasant. was an absolute disgusting car. And they probably matched it with this. Because it kind of looked like, if you blur your eyes yeah. a bit, it kind of looks similar. Yeah, it does. some fucking crazy SUV thing. It's three-door SUV, jacked-up suspension, convertible. What is going what on? What is going on? The world's what, gone mad. What is going on? Like, I, and so, yeah, I just, you know... And, and again, I don't want to generalise. I don't want to generalise, but I'm going to. Okay. Um, I feel like the sort of normal owner of that kind of vehicle I'm, I'm including i'm putting the t-rock and the evoke in the same sort of in the same sort of category yeah keep talking i'd imagine the t-rock's probably a little bit cheaper but not a million miles away the similar size sim- they're the same kind of product and i can't really think of many other convertible suvs if any and obviously i'm, I'm not counting things like vitaras or old land rovers and shit like that that's different yeah okay um this kind of stuff uh, i feel like it's always they're very often driven by middle-aged women who think they're really cool and it irritates me because you say oh drive around the convertible it's like you look like a twat i'm I'm sorry you look like an absolute fucking bellend like and and like if we just kind of reflect a little bit back on what we were saying before about shit convertibles being fun that's because you recognize that they're a shit convertible yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. yes people you're describing don't recognize it no. as a shit convertible they think it's the coolest fucking thing yes since they got their hair dyed blonde in the 80s they think they're driving around in magnum pi's ferrari 308 exactly and you're fucking not you're driving around in an awful horrible Ooh. fucking jacked up slow awful handling ugly fucking piece of shit that most of the time you don't even have the roof down on what are you doing to yourself stop it stop it stop buying these cars stop buying these cars if you keep buying these cars the more they'll produce yes and we don't want that this will become the the new thing SUVs right there's there's the surge of SUVs that we've seen in the last say I don't know let's just say five years yeah five ten years insane right if they start becoming convertibles, all of them, mm. people are going to buy them mm. because people are fucking idiots. I mean, how long until you get... I mean, the, the only SUV, convertible SUVs that I can think of are quite small ones, like the T-Rock, like the Evoque. People love them, though, don't they? What happens when they make a five, uh, sorry, a convertible fucking Audi Q7 or something? Or a convertible Range Rover Sport. Yeah. Like... It might, it might happen. It might happen. God, could you imagine? I just... I, 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 like convertibles, you don't you don't see roadsters, right? With jacked up suspension and massive wheels. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, in America, you kind of people do like doing that to MX fives. Yeah, but that's like a retro model, yeah. isn't it? It's, it Whereas, that, like, if you try and cross too many markets into one, the the lines of what it's trying to be blur hugely. Yeah, that's what's happening with this. So like people like you and I who have like a conception of cars and they've got their own little boxes like roadsters or SUVs mm-hmm. or muscle cars whatever they're great when they're in their own line and there'd be a little bit of a blur here in there is absolutely fine yeah yeah you yeah. know what I mean so like streetwise a, a, a streetwise or a really sporty estate for instance yeah amazing you know what I mean we're all about that yeah but but not a convertible SUV and again not a three door convertible SUV that's like that's like 
That's merging too many markets, yeah. too many like, boxes, in my opinion. Like I said, I, I don't like four-seater convertibles as a general. I don't like three-series A4s, you know, that kind of size cars. I don't like them, but I, I, but I don't... It's fine. I, it's just not my thing. They're not wildly offensive. No, they're, they're, they're not my jam. But if you want to go get yourself a, a you know, 330 convertible or an M3 convertible... I mean, M3 I'm a little bit more annoyed about, but because it's, it's a performance car that you're kind of ruining the performance of. But whatever it's fine if you want an m3 yeah. convertible i get it it's a vibe whatever yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. not my jam yeah yeah likewise but that is unforgivable that fucking t-rock and the evoke is just unforgivable mm. i just think what is it like i said to you earlier generally speaking if someone says to me that they own a fiat 500 mm. they've got a bit of an uphill battle i'm like oh i just judged you i don't want to but it's just automatically i've just judged you a little bit mm. if someone talks to me and, and says oh yeah well, what do you drive I've got, got a T-Rock convertible. Sorry, oh, sorry. We, I, we, I'm get, just, get yeah, I'm just going to turn around and walk out. <laughs> I'm just, I, I have no interest in speaking to you whatsoever. If they start a sentence with, oh, mate, it's really embarrassing. I'm, I am, I'm having to drive around in a convertible T-Rock. It's fine. You'd be like, that's cool, mate. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, how do you find it? Do you know what? It's, I'm embracing the fact that I look like a moron. You'd go... Why? Firstly, why have you got that car? Yeah, yeah. What's you know, the backstory? Like, what, what's, what's the story? Because yeah. you haven't gone and purchased that yourself. <laughs> yeah. So it starts a dialogue. You know, what I mean, you, you can have you can have a discussion with those sorts of people. Whereas if someone goes, "I've oh, I just bought the best car I've ever owned. Oh, it's so amazing. It's it's so I I call it Grace. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. Oh, cool. What is it like a what is it a Boxster? Yeah, or yeah. Like you know something cool for like you can imagine a woman to drive. We just thought, you know, me and Trevor, we just thought the kids have gone off to uni now, so we don't need the big estate car or the big SUV anymore. We downsize a little bit. And we thought, you know, we're, we're 48 now. You know, it's time to start treating ourselves. So we thought we'd, we'd get something for, our, for us. Yeah, you know, we'd, we'd get something for us. wanted, you know, something sporty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so we traded in the cash car and we thought we'd, we thought we'd treat ourselves. <laughs> to, to, to something you know convertible, but you know we we lived you know there are a lot of potholes around Belgium where we went, so you know we thought you know something like a little convertible might not work, so actually we we decided you know the T Rock actually is a lovely car, <laughs> it's like I'll get out. Yeah, let's fuck you, off. Who are you? You're chatting absolute fucking shit. Yeah, that's like seventy percent of the market, man. Horrible. Yeah, I mean horrible. That's why you see so many cars that you and I dislike no, around no. because Good they're girl. so popular. Because seventy percent of the domestic market are people that have no real interest in cars. That's fine. You don't need to have an interest in cars. But they, when you don't have an interest in cars, you don't have an interest in design of cars. You don't have an interest in anything to do with cars. So you just go and buy what you. You think it's not. It's, it's, not, be, it's not even like I'm really it's, it's generalizing, not, but they they're not even looking at the wider picture of what else is out there in the market. They're just going, oh, I really, you know, VWs. I've heard they're really reliable. Let's go down the VW showroom. So they're only looking at VWs. Yeah. And the VW salesman has done a really good fucking job <laughs> shifting the T rock yeah. that they haven't been able to shift. Yeah. It's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> to Trevor and Sheila. Yeah. You know what I mean? Derek. Yeah. <laughs> it's the ultimate Derek mobile. It is. You know, you've got the cash car, <laughs> then above the cash car, you've got the T rock convertible. The T rock sits at the top of the list. The Derek hierarchy. Oh, the Derek scale. <laughs> the universal Derek scale of shitness. <laughs> we should get a Derek board and whip it out every now and then. And then we've got cars that we think are for yeah. Derek, just slap it on. <laughs> Maybe on rate or slate, instead of giving us eight out of ten, let's do it. They should also be, where do they, where do they figure on the Derek scale? <laughs> yeah. T Rock convertible. <laughs> ten Derek's out of ten. Ten out of ten. Eleven out of ten. Fucking <laughs> hideous. Good Derek scale. I love that. Fucking Derek's. Uh, uh, yeah. So that was it for Rant Alley. Really. I just, I just, I've seen a few around. There's actually, I think I've told you before. So the, you've probably seen it. The house on the corner where my where you go into my close. Oh, with fake grass. With fake grass has a convertible Evoque, and oh, every every time uh, I come home, I've, and I've never seen it with the roof off. No. Never seen him driving it with the roof off. So him. I don't know. Okay. Um, I mean, if you've got fake grass, you might as well have a fake convertible sports car. <laughs> True. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for, for bringing that to the table because now I'm going to see them everywhere. Thanks, Ben. Well, the weather's out. The weather's out. The weather's always out. The weather, the weather is nice. Um, weather is weather. I just, yeah. And, you know, and if you're listening and you've got a convertible in the garage or, or on the driveway, even if it's your own car, just get the fucking roof down. Just get the roof off. 
Get the that's that's why you bought it. Just think back to the day that you decided to purchase that vehicle. And you thought, ah, yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna get a convertible because it'd be nice to have the roof down. You're right. It is nice to have the roof down. So, so get the fucking down. roof down. Yeah, correct. Well done. Yeah. Hope you hear that, <laughs> Derek. Derek. <laughs> fucking Derek. Cool. So that's Rant Alley. So let's exit Rant Alley and let's, uh, let's wrap up. I, I think. Yeah, man, I think so. Yeah. Well, it was a nice. It was a nice little chilled sesh. Yeah, it's always. Uh, it was a long one last week. Yeah, so. we had a long one. We had Ross on the podcast. If you missed that, go back and have a look at that. Ross from Slip and Grip Automotive. He's a guy that runs track days in the local area and rally in Wales and all sorts of other stuff. He sells and buys cars. He also works for a local auction house. He does loads of cool yeah. automotive stuff. I'm a bit. I'm bleh, bleh. And he's also a really good dude. Yeah, we had, um, we had, we had a nice catch up with him. So yeah. go listen to that if you haven't already. Um, he will be on the podcast again soon. Yeah. And, and we the, won't be sat in my fucking house. For the first time ever, we're taking the podcast on the road. Not on the road, but we're, we're going to be recording somewhere that's not Johnny's kitchen slash diner. Yeah. Which will be exciting. Absolutely. Um, we're going on tour. And also, I think that the, the Ross podcast sort of was a bit of proof of concept as to whether or not we could have a guest on. Yeah, yeah. And it worked, and it did work, I think. Did so work. So we're, we're going to have some more guests on soon. It's our uh, highest grossing, in terms of views, podcast. Is it really? Thanks, Ross. <laughs> yeah, cheers, Ross. Probably shared it around his socials and stuff. Yeah, so great. we'll get... we'll get. Um, I want to get Jake on the podcast soon. We'll have a bit of a JDM drift. To JZ, so. baby! <laughs> so we'll get Jake on. I want to get Matt on, but he's not that keen on being on the podcast, but it's okay. We'll peer pressure him into doing it. Yeah, uh, we'll get Sammy P on at some point. We need to get Pedley on. When Pedley's down in sort of September, October time, because we can talk about the NC500. Yeah, we should do an NC500 episode with Pedley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's loads of people that we can have on. Yeah, I'm having you on. Mm. Weird. My bed. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Uh, right. Maybe. Thanks for watching. Like, subscribe, share, all the usual. Yeah. Stuff. Go check out the streets of Verna. Go check out Ben and John Lucas on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And give us a rating. Give us a review. Interact with us. Give us a comment. Whatever yeah. else. Send us your rating slate yeah. at BJ Ducars. Sorry, BJ Ducars at gmail.com yeah. Or comment on YouTube or fucking whatever. Just, just you know, interact. Yeah, yeah, we love it. It's summertime. It's summer, summer, summertime. Then I'm wine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Will Smith, yeah? I Will think Smith, so, yeah. yeah. Cool, see you on cool. the next one. Right, yeah. let's do it. Hey. I got a sweaty bum bum now. Yeah, sweaty, sweaty over now. We need a shower. Hey. Oh, hey.